Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Time now for the Six Rings Post Game Show. Breaking down everything Patriots. Now, here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Jones, pressure coming. He's in trouble. Foul coming. Second down, a lot of time. Jones just can't find him. Back across the field. This time he pays the price. Deron Bland, pick six. KB, think back to a few plays ago. And we'll see you next season, Pats fans. On a Sunday, a beautiful, warm Sunday where we had not seen the sunshine in what felt like days, weeks, months even. A Sunday when the NFL was absolutely bananas. Shockers galore, like Ravens over the Browns. Upsets aplenty. Well, hello, Texans turning things around on the Steelers. Where we thought the dialogue locally would be celebratory after the surprise trade by the Boston Celtics for guard Drew Holiday from the Portland Trailblazers, fare thee well, time lord, we hardly knew ye in your five seasons. Then things suddenly turned tragic as we learned of the passing of Boston Red Sox pitcher and local legend Tim Wakefield, one of the best to ever put him on, a two-time World Series champion, gone too soon after a bout with brain cancer at the age of 57. May he rest in peace. Somehow, the New England Patriots seized the headlines and the spotlight back away from the celebrations and the tragedies, the commiserations, the celebrations, all of it, and for all the wrong reasons. Mac Jones was terrible. His offensive line, even worse. The play calling, the coaching, atrocious the defense its stars now potentially riddled with injury and a season could easily a season mind you that has been largely joyless to date could be in the balance after just four games your final score dallas cowboys 38 new england patriots three and the sad part is it wasn't even that close.
This was the third of four games that they have lost. The third of four games during the gauntlet in which a superior team has dominated the Patriots. But there was to be no comeback. No almost today, folks. Oh, no, 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 no. They didn't have the lead from moment one. As close as they got was three to three. And after that, that's all she wrote. And then she just kept writing. And she kept writing. And everything that she wrote was miserable. I love the New England Patriots. I have been a fan for all almost 50 years of my life, or at least as long as back as I can remember to the days of being stuck in my old man's leaded gasoline car with smoke clouding the windshield as we made our way down to Schaefer slash Sullivan slash Foxborough Stadium, only to watch probably the Oilers kick the crap out of the Patriots. But damn it, they were our lousy Patriots. This was one of the worst performances I have ever seen the Patriots put on in any uniform, with any coach, with any quarterback. I'm sorry for all of my friends from all of the various fan clubs around the United States of America. No, excuse me, the world. There was a great representation from the UK Patriots fan club, Patriots fans of Deutschland, not to mention Nashville, Tampa, Dallas, Cincinnati. This was the game they all picked as the road game to congregate and celebrate the joy and mirth and merriment of Patriots Nation. And what they were given was an absolute flaming crap sandwich. We'll probably be hearing from some of them soon, and I'm sure we'll be hearing from you so long as you didn't either throw the television out, get kicked out of your house, burn your radio, or get blacked out. The telephone number here on the Six Rings Post Game Show with Fitzy and Hart, 617-779-7937. Andy? <laughs> uh, all I can say is what I said on Twitter when I retweeted your promotional uh, announcement that we would be doing a post-game show. WTF did I just see? I... Agree with you. That's one of, I know there was the whole back-to-back Bills games a couple years ago. This felt worse. This felt different because I firmly believe, and this is not a hot take. Fitzy, you know I try to avoid the hot take fake crap. I I think today was the first significant real step in the end of Mac Jones' career with the New England Patriots. I I don't, I I thought he looked like an absolute soulless broken man in the first half. There could have been more than just the strip sack score, pick six score. Um, He was throwing the ball back across the field, late across the middle. He, this, this was the worst performance he's had in two plus seasons in New England. This is a make or break year. This was a big game. This was, okay, you know, we've played a tuple couple moral losses and the Cowboys aren't that good because look at who they beat up those teams from New York who aren't that good he fell on his face which was my headline for the story I just posted on weei.com he fell on his face today and I don't I don't know how you come back from that I don't know how anyone can tell me today that he is the franchise quarterback he is the future hell not sure you can say he is the present at the quarterback position after that performance we witnessed today that was that was a debacle in Dallas. It just was. Oh, a debacle in Dallas, a destruction in Dallas, a demoralization in Dallas. The wheels uh, fell whatever. off, and he was the one holding the, the extra lug nuts saying, hey, how come the wheels fell off? He was terrible. He was, and oh, I he was awful. overreact. But, 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 he was but horrific. I, now, listen, the, the entire week here on our radio station, other radio stations nationally, on Hello, It's Football, on Good Morning, Get Up, It's Sports, whatever TV show you like to consume as sports radio for your eyes and ears and beyond. The referendum is going to be, has Bill lost it? 
Is it time for him to go? Is Mac Jones done? Is he not even a starter yes. in New England, let alone the NFL? We have, we're going to have competing negative multiple agendas, as we probably should at this point. All those questions what, should be on the table. The team that I saw out there today, Indy, not only did they not resemble the New England Patriots, and look, I understand, folks, that things went downhill fast on greased skis uh, on a tin roof when Christian Gonzalez... Uh, fell awkwardly with C.D. Lamb and uh, perhaps sprained his shoulder. I'm not exactly sure. Andy, did we catch any word as to exactly what somebody, uh, any any of the internet or Twitter or ex-doctors? I, no, I just diagnoses? saw a shoulder. I just okay. saw a shoulder. So he went out with a shoulder. Detail. From that point on, it was just standing, uh, staring at the great molasses flood. You knew you were going to be torched. It was only a matter as to how long. And then, of course, the great mismatch of the 21st century, C.D. Lamb on Miles Bryant. But who else do you have to throw out there? Because the house of cards, well, the multiple competing houses of cards today, we had the offensive line, which was awful. Mike on went with three freaking penalties in the first yep. half. Stinks. And then the cornerbacks, awful. I mean, awful. It doesn't Cole Strange, Antonio Mafi, uh, the, the New York Mafia, uh, City So, City Toe. Doesn't matter. Doesn't The line has been awful this year. Everything, Don't forget Vidarian Lowe. Oh, of course, Vidarian lied, dealing you know, I in thought it was high, low, slow. I was looking on the Patriots oh press relief, their release, their depth chart, does not uh, list Vidarian Lowe as a starter, does not list him at right tackle, and uh, maybe they know something better than the coaches. Maybe he should not be out there starting. Maybe he should not be playing right tackle because he got beat like a rented mule by Dante Fowler for that uh, initial scoop and score touchdown. No, this was this was total system failure. This was injuries, this was ineptitude in the running game, the passing game, the coaching game. As I said on Twitter, I would take every one of those uh, throwback hoodies with that stupid new phrase and burn them at the 50-yard line of the practice field oh this week. Oh, my God. Dig a, get Awful. an excavator behind Awful. the stadium this nope, week. Nope, and burn them. Bury all if you of them. If you bury them, they can be brought back to life. They can be dug up. If you burn them, they're gone forever. <laughs> it can turn into a poltergeist yep. where we have an, burn an, an ancient burn native sweatshirt burial ground yep, i'll take you to my, i'll take you just right now just to give you a feel before we get to your calls and i know they're going to be coming in hot fresh and furious at 617-779-7937 uh joe braverman the google doc that we have up please feel free to uh just add the call lines right up there under the header if you wouldn't mind thank you sir um here we go andy i'll just give you a, a quick uh, of course there was wtf that i just witnessed from you um uh, from at J McComber 75, this team might very well be worse than the Cam Newton playing in an empty stadium somehow. Is that an overreaction? Uh, thus far, I think not. Uh, at Cheese It Man, it's official. Time to move on from Bill, Mac, the entire O-line, most of the wide receivers. Only our tight ends have done anything. I say we burn it all to the ground and build it back up. From at Janiac NYC, F, 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 F word, F word, F word. Garbage yep. game. But then at, from at Jesse Franco, dude, everybody relax. It's only one game. Oh, no, Jesse, it was more than that. Jesse, it was more than this that. This is not the Monday night game where Trent Dilfer steps in and says, well, let's face it, the New England Patriots, they're not good anymore. Although I almost did text Mike Giardi just to make sure that he gets a chance to ask Bill, will there be a change at the quarterback or a reevaluation this week just to make sure we could try to at least go there. And no, you can take your 28-3 to memes at the end of the half as much as I still love wearing mine from Super Bowl 51 and shove them straight up your blowhole because it doesn't matter. This team doesn't have it, Andy. I agree. And I think... As dramatic, 
dramatic as it's going to sound, and as much as it's going to be, get mocked by the boomer assassins of the world who are above such things, Bill Belichick is at the center of the criticism. The team he built with Matt Groh is not good. The offense he built is not good. The offensive line that we knew was a problem, guess what it still is? A problem. The targets that we knew were a problem, guess what they are? A problem. On a day when I had to watch Jonu Smith catch like 90-something yards of passes for the Falcons this morning, I have to watch this offense go out there and not be able to do anything. The Cowboys gave up 222 yards rushing to the Arizona Cardinals a week ago. The Patriots averaged two yards a carry today. They had 30 from Stevenson. And by the way, some of that was fluffed up by late garbage time runs by Stevenson. They had like 16 for Zeke in his return. They could not do anything at a functional level after that first drive. They drove down the field. It was weird because this game started like some of these moral victory games have. Oh, the Cowboys drive right down the field, but you hold them to a field goal. Then you drive down the field and boom, we're in a tie ball game. And you're like, okay, maybe there's something here. And there was nothing there. It was nothing. I saw one good run. I mean, how many different mistakes? How many bad plays? How many poorly executed football propositions, if you want to even call them that, did you see out there today? Worst tush push ever. Well, that, that was it was so poorly done. The line didn't block it right. Uh, the line was didn't block it correctly at all. But then Mac just dove into the ground behind the left ass cheek of David Andrews, landing half a yard short. It was horribly executed. The the, the strip six. He didn't feel the blindside pressure. Now Demario Douglas, as a rookie, is trying to make a play because he knows there's a dearth of playmakers on the team. And he wants to try to help them score the ball because they have a big problem doing that. Bradley Chubb makes an all-world play because he's kind of an all-world player that Belichick's been enamored with for years but was too cheap to trade for. And Douglas gets sat down for the rest of the game, a game they sorely could have used his playmaking ability in on Sunday night against the Dolphins. Now, Mac Jones, uh, Mac Jones today, only after his third turnover, after a pick six, a strip six, and another just ghastly interception, does he finally get sat down. Uh uh, just one thing after another, like the, we said, the multiple offensive line penalties and Mike Onwenu saving today for the worst game of his life. I just, it was, it was, I kind of was laughing watching the end of the first half and into the third quarter. Then I didn't go numb. Then I just, Andy, I hate to say this, like, I feel like there's a, like, there's just, like, I have this visceral like resignation like I just feel apathetic almost to it all because we just keep seeing the same crap as a matter of fact it's getting worse than it did last year when they had the reverse engineered offense and the highly coordinated dysfunction of being so poorly coordinated somehow it seems worse now I don't get it because last year you had Matt Patricia to beat up on and Bill Belichick still owes him an apology that I don't think has come publicly and you had the quarterback questions controversy injury disruption what do you have this year what's like this big dramatic uh offense shaking excuse because i don't see one i see an offensive line that you put together that's not good we told you it wasn't good you we knew it wasn't good you didn't see standing on top of the fake lighthouse for the last seven months saying fix the line fix the line dear god bill fix the line be sure you go buy a five dollar ticket to go up in the lighthouse by the way see that's available now if enough of us go up the lighthouse and buy $5 tickets, they can actually get, I don't know, a number one receiver instead of whatever Juju Smith-Schuster is or whatever um, the third down back is. Oh, wait, don't have a third down back. Okay, let's, let's, go, let's go back to the are. tweet machine. 
Uh, here we go. Here's a fu- here's a fun one right here. Uh, a regular listener and a big fan of the Six Rings Pod at six one seven Butch. If at any point in the show you guys are able to give me any reason to feel excited about having tickets to the Saints game next week, that would be much appreciated. Thank you. Great listen. Uh, well, the Saints aren't as good as the Cowboys. You know, I know people were mocking your people were mocking the Cowboys. Oh, you beat up on the Giants and the Jets, and then you fell on your face against the Cardinals. Who you beat? The Cowboys are a pretty good football team. The Cowboys are, are a team that legitimately should have late playoff aspirations. I'm not sure if I'll go Super Bowl aspirations, but I'll say winning playoff games type aspirations. Um, the Saints are not as good as that. Now, the Saints are pretty good. They got some talent. Question at the quarterback position right now in terms of health. But, hell, you have a question at the quarterback position, and it's got nothing to do with health right now. It's got to do with Mac Jones. And that that should be bothersome. We always talk about the way these um, issues reach and resonate with Robert Kraft. If he's listening at all to this national late slot broadcast in Dallas against America's team, the final quarter and a half, because his quarterback, his franchise QB, Mac Jones, who he's a big fan of, got pulled, and he had to listen to the broadcast crew talk about what? Um, we got to start to talk about whether Mac Jones is not the guy for the Patriots. He had oh, and they, and they uh, Burkhardt and uh, I'm sorry, I, sorry to mean it's separate Jones, but Burkhardt and Olsen had nothing to do but kind of go back into the good old days and also oh, yeah. sort of like wondering, oh, the, you know, for, for 20 years, the people used to say, uh, you know, they always wondered what Bill Belichick had planned for him. Now it's just so strange to see them in a position like this in such disarray, wondering what the future Sad. holds for them. No, it's not. God, jeez. Wait, you don't when think will it's people sad? start, Andy? It is sad. When will people oh, start okay. realizing? Like you kind of turned me on to this, and in many ways, I still try to maintain my positivity and my optimism for the the team, its future, the players, et cetera, in the face of what's becoming more consistently normal for the team. They lose more than they win now, and sometimes when they lose, it's in tragic, grotesque, lopsided fashion. Imagine that for Rob, Robert Kraft. He's had one playoff game since Tom Brady left town. And they got their doors blown off, served to them on a silver tray with their jowls. And now today, they're on the highest rated slot in football each week. The Fox. Oh, we, what's that, Joe? We have to go to break? Okay. Um, I guess we have to no, go. No, rant, rant away and then we'll go to break. Yeah, oh, you're, okay, you seem very fired up, Fitzy. I am. Okay, I thought I heard you say we had to go to break. I know we have some timing we have to execute here, so we make sure that we catch Bill Belichick live. We'll have Bill Belichick live. I'm sure he's going to be spry, awesome. bright, and cheery. We'll have Mac Jones. I'm sure he's going to be plum cheery awesome. and super excited as well. Um, how do you think Robert Kraft is feeling right now? He's probably like the rest of us since he says he's a fan first, even though he has $7 billion and owns the team. How do you think he's feeling knowing his team was on the nationally broadcast top-ranked game of the week on Fox, and they just got eviscerated? And sometimes I think that's what it takes to reach him, to, to be a reality check or a slap in the face on a day when it's supposed to be about celebration. Oh, we're playing games in Europe, and we're doing Toy Story games, and the NFL is taking off, and the marketing is great, and the stars, and Christian McCaffrey, and playmaking, and Taylor Swift is part of the NFL now. All things are going in an upward direction, not your New England Patriots. I they feel like Andy certain. wrote his name on my foot and then threw me in a box and left me by the side of the road. 617-779-7937. The lines are full, but we'll make room for you because we'll get to your calls next when we come back. Bill Belichick, Mac Jones live from Jerry World where they just got their asses whipped on national TV 38-3. to This is the Six Rings Post Game Show with Fitzy and Hart on EEI. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Bailey Zappi at the podium after the Patriots lost to the Cowboys. Um, describe what, un- what unfolded out there today. Obviously not the day you guys were, were hoping for. Yeah, I mean, we come out every day to get a win. And when you don't get that, there's always things that, um, you know, you can look back and learn from. You know, a good thing about it is we have 13 more games to go. We always have, you know, the, you know, another opportunity next week to come out and, you know, fix the mistakes that we made and, you know, and continue to improve. And that's the great part about football. How did it go? Like, how does it go down on the side? And, and in what ways did Matt, did he have a message for you or anything as you were taking over there? Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, of course there's stuff that goes on. I'll keep that, you know, between, you know, me, OB, Mac, and Coach Belichick. But, you know, the biggest thing is just, you know, always staying prepared and, you know, trying to do the best for, your, you know, for the team, whatever your name's called. Hey, there's, there's a competition out there. But for you, what is your support for Mac? What do you see in him as a captain? Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, try to do my job whenever if I'm not on the field. Um, you know, I'm trying to look at, you know, defenses, stuff that they're doing tendency-wise, looking at the iPad, um, just trying to do everything thing I can if I'm off the field. And when I'm on the field, just, you know, doing my job, you know, either way. And your, your support for Mac as a leader on the team? Yeah, I mean, I support Mac whenever he's on the field and I'm off. I, you know, like I said, try to do everything I can and then vice versa. There you go. That was Bailey Zappi. We were able to capture, I'd say, about half of what was his very brief, quick, info-packed presser following the Patriots' 38-3 loss. I doubt we'll be hearing from Mac Jones. I don't know what that says, Andy, about the future immediately or long-term at the quarterback that. position. That's not good for Mac Jones. What would you say? What'd you say, buddy? I mean, it's horse crap. I don't. Uh, you can't put it any simpler way. Mac Jones is not going to come to the podium. The f is that. He's a captain of this football team. He's a professional quarterback in his third NFL season, and he's not going to step to the podium. Are we sure about that before I really eviscerate him? Are we sure I, he's not coming to the podium? I, I don't know. We, we don't, we don't know. Because I used the word professional pride about the Dallas Cowboys this week after they got their ass whooped last week that I thought they'd bounce back with some professional pride. Mac Jones should not take if, – if Bill tells him you can't go to the podium, then be available at your locker or go in the hallway or go live on uh, Instagram or anything. You are a professional. Face the music. Stand up. Defend yourself. Explain yourself. Do whatever you want to do. But that's part of the job. 
Just like you go to the podium when you roll somebody, when you have a big win as a rookie, when you're sitting high and you're the football outsider's favorite to go to the Super Bowl. No, you're not going to the podium. Uh, that That is unacceptable from the New England Patriots, from Mac Jones. That is that is a joke. That is an absolute joke. We don't know for sure. We'll we'll look to confirm. If he does whether... go to the podium, I take all that back. <laughs> yes, if, if Mac Jones is going to speak or not. If I had to guess right now, Andy, I don't think FanDuel has odds on this. I would say he probably doesn't. Well, now, let's also think... keep in mind that usually Judon speaks, and Judon left with an injury, so it could be. Could be and bad. I've seen, yeah, yes, fine. thank you very much, Joe, and I have also seen all of the uh, ex-doctors, the Twitter doctors, if you will, speculating that that could be something minor for Judon or it could be a season-ender. Who knows? I'm not going to oh, speculate. <laughs> yeah, oh, great. And I'm, seriously, Andy, this you want to talk about just like, well, that was fun before it wasn't, when it really wasn't ever. Well, you know how people <sighs> like to point to that uh, last preseason game where Tippett, Garen Veris, and somebody else got hurt and like the season went down the crapper? immediately before they even played a game that's what this game felt like mac jones career went down the crapper christian gonzalez was taken out of the game in the first quarter and never returned and matt judon left injured this felt like what just happened because if they have to play games without gonzalez and judon on defense that is it's all over like you know with an offense mind you let's see what's that uh, with an offense that's averaging 18 plus 17 plus 20 uh, that's thirty-five, fifty-five. An offense that's averaging thirteen point seven five points a game. Well, not even really. You gave him credit for the safety. Oh my god, there was a safety. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. If you're as dead inside as I am, to the phones we go. Let's go down to Florida where they have sunshine, which we don't know much about up here these days. Adam is in Orlando, Florida. You kick off the college tonight on the Six Rings Post Game Show. How are you, Adam? You know, I've had some better days. Hmm. Same. So yeah, so yeah. Obviously, just watching the game, I've had so much confidence in Mac up until this one. Like I had so much hope today to the point where I actually benched the Cowboys' defense on my fantasy team, thinking that they might do well. <laughs> but it's definitely time, I think, to tank, especially if Gonzo and Judon are going to be out a long time. We can't be going with what the Dolphins were going through with Tannehill and just be constantly deciding whether or not we have our guy. We don't have our guy. Now, thank you for the call, Adam. I appreciate that. I don't think Bill Belichick, as uh, was exhibited in 2020, knows how to tank, would ever consider tanking. I don't think the Kraft family would allow him to do that. I don't want to see them tank. I'd love for somebody like a uh, – I can't believe I'm sitting here thinking this right now. I was part of the Mac Island crew. I took up temporary residence there as well. I'm debating whether or not I'm going to renew my lease. Um. Honestly, like I didn't think the Patriots had a Mac Jones problem. I still think in the right situation uh, with the right blah, blah, blah. But I also don't want to continue making excuses for him. Today, he stepped out of his comfort zone. And part of succeeding in life sometimes is knowing your limits, knowing your role, knowing your lanes, if you will, trying the best you can to stay within them or perform a little bit beyond and past them. And today, he stepped way outside of them and put the team in peril making mistake after mistake that cost the team not only field position and possession, but scores and put them in such a hole that eventually there was no way they were going to possibly come back from it. And the week that is to follow is going to be absolute hell in print, on television, on the radio. If I'm Mac, I'm definitely doing instant. Not I'm surprised. Gonna let, I'm, I'm going to let you, hang, did you, Joe, did you let him hang on? All right, Jeff, call back. You know what you did. Try to clean it up, and maybe we'll see if we can throw you back on the show. 
Oh, here we go. You knew he was going to be here. Hello, Jake. What's up, boys? Hey, uh, Jake, know. what time Jake? What time did you start polishing your tap shoes so you could tap dance on the grave of the Patriots tonight? How about second quarter? <laughs> that was late. <laughs> uh, you know I get a bum rap for being cynical, obviously. Fitzy, you want some good news, though? You want sure. something to be positive about, something to look forward to Absolutely. this season? Yeah. It's going to come in December when a desperate, pathetic Robert Kraft gets on his hands and knees and begs Taylor Swift to light the fake lighthouse when Travis Kelsey comes to town. That's what you got to look forward to. And Fitzy, I'll be there to give you a friendship bracelet as we gawk over Swelsey. That friendship bracelet will say, Jake was right about everything since March of 2020, and you've been wrong. And then I'll make you another one, and it'll say, the curse of Robert not stepping away after the incident in 2019 because nothing good has happened to the franchise since then, and they haven't won a playoff game. Where is the accountability there? And Mac Jones, thank God you have Sophie because there's no other redeeming quality about you and your fake national championship, one in front of zero fans and no SEC road games, a total fraud. And Fitzy, another good thing here, Cowboys six and a half was stealing. So if you were smart and you weren't delusional, you made money on today because you knew that was happening the moment they gagged Arizona last week. And I'm excited to tell you because the NFL is going to rig tonight's game. Travis Kelsey has a prop bet on all of these sports book with sports books with bonus bets. Take the easy money, and at some point I'm going to be able to drive Steve and Brian Belichick out of here back to Nepotism Island where they belong. Hopefully. January 5th or so. All right. Jake from Boston, ladies and gentlemen. Take a bow, Jake. You obviously had that one cocked, locked, and ready to rock for a while. We gave you full form because tonight is the night everyone gets to empty their chamber, clear the passage, do what you need to do, let it all out, let it be as cathartic as you need it to be. You heard the opening monologue, my Foxboro filibuster. I was, and still am, I was teetering on apoplectic. I'm just, I'm so disappointed. My kids were watching with me. They stopped watching. They were like, like just, they, they were just dis- disinterested. They thought it was unfun. And I told them like, well, sometimes you have to know a lot of darkness to get to a dynasty. That's what the several decades were. And then I strapped them to the sofa and I just made them sit there and watch Clockwork Orange stuff. <laughs> no, I didn't. They went and played Minecraft, well, <laughs> which was probably a little more. game off. <laughs> I, honestly, I would like. You know what I would love to see? Uh, I would love to see how um, the ratings fell apart after the game, like got out of hand. By the time, like twenty-eight to three, maybe there would have been a few people that stuck around. You know, like, oh, they've been there before. I know this has happened. Oh, let's... Yeah, sure. Thirty-one to three, no. Twenty-eight to three was a no. It didn't matter yeah. about thirty-one. Twenty-one to three felt been like it was before. out of hand. The game was that, over. Matt was playing like throwing across football. his body and getting away with one to Kendrick Bourne was still like, oh, dude, you can't do that. And he did, but it still wasn't okay. But then doing it a second time, he deserved to get burned like that. But the sad I mean, part is the whole team, deserved, the fan base, you know what I it's mean. It's who he is. It's who he is. The, the reality is he thinks he's more than he is. He thinks he can throw across the field. He thinks he can throw off his back foot late. And... He can't. He can do the job when he's on time and he has guys getting open. This isn't all on him. I feel bad for him in a sense that this isn't all on him. 
he's going to take the brunt of the punishment because A, he's the quarterback, and that's the way it works, and B, he made some hellaciously bad plays, decisions, throws, everything. But this is a, as I said earlier, total system failure. The offensive line is not good. The weapons are not good. They can't run. They can't catch. They can't throw. They can't do anything at an elite or even competitive NFL level right now. It's okay when you're in the rain in New York and you're facing Zach Wilson and you guys can just stink off, stink off, stink off and let him lose in the end. When you face a real team on the road with a real quarterback and real receivers and a real ability to actually play offensive football and defensive football, you get your ass whooped. And that's what they got today because that's how they're built right now. I firmly believe that. Now, people are going to say you're overreacting. What about, oh, they fought the Dolphins. The Dolphins scored 70, and then and then you, you held them to 24. Okay. I'm not saying they are incapable of competing on any field on any day, but more often than not, I believe you are an inferior football team right now. And certainly, as the injuries pile up to guys like Gonzalez, who might be the most important player on the team right now, and... Judon, who might be the second most important player on the team right now. If those guys are both out, and I saw what you were pointing to, some people think Judon it could be a significant injury, including Dr. whatever his name, the Chargers doctor guy. Uh, Chow. NFL doc, Chow. Chow. Um, th- the, this is, they're in a bad spot. Here comes, uh, here he is, oh, Mac good. Jones at the podium. Let's go. Yeah, I think uh, for me, just not good enough. Wasn't my day. Can't turn the ball over like that and try and be a good team. So definitely a lot to learn from. Uh, definitely disappointed in myself. I uh, feel like I can play a lot better, and I have to to be good teams. Do you know what your starting status is going forward? Are you concerned? What do you think this week will be like for you? Um, I think it'll be a good test uh, just for me, just trying to stay focus on what I can control and then that's playing better so just got to evaluate everything and uh, wasn't my day today uh, hopefully there's better days ahead Mac even though the point total hadn't like escalated it feared felt like you guys in the first three weeks were on a positive track offensively. yeah for sure do you reset to zero like how does it how yeah does that work? um I think for me just bury it uh, try to learn from it and move on and just don't make it turn into another loss you know uh, my rookie year didn't start off great and we, we just kept working, and I just tried to play better, and that's what I have to do here, and uh, it's got to be a lot better by me. Does it feel like a low point, personally? Um, it depends on how you look at it, I think, for sure. Uh, just I'm very competitive, and I put a lot into it, and I feel really bad. I let my team down, let the coaches down, uh, the whole organization, everybody, the fans. So we got a great fan base, and i got to put a better product out there to, to be good teams. So um, I'm going to take the positive route as best I can, and um, hopefully it brings the best out of me. Matt, with all respect, when, when someone says just wasn't my day, uh, this seemed, from the perspective of people watching, be so much more than that. Um, as opposed to just being a bad day. Is there some way you could do a complete reset? What will you do during the week to get yourself back on track? Yeah, I think just focus on the, the basic fundamentals of football. And um, Yeah, it really just wasn't a great day. Um, I'm not going to let it carry over to the next week. It's going to be done uh, after I watch the film. So definitely disappointed, but at the end of the day, I'm going to keep grinding, and hopefully you know, the guys will, will come with me. And um, It's hard, right, for me to sit up here and say that. I'm very disappointed in myself, but um, you know, i got to bounce back. 
Why do you think there's such a gap between what you and the team think you can do and the results on the field so far through four weeks? Yeah, I think that's definitely a frustrating part for me and everybody. It's just uh, as a quarterback, you have to play better. Um, every every team that's winning right now, their quarterbacks are playing really well, so um, need to do better. And at the end of the day, it's it's all about execution on Sunday. So you can put as much into it as you want, but uh, I just have to put a better product out there. What was the message from the coaching staff when he came out of the game? Um, I mean, honestly, we just keep that to ourselves, and I do think that we have to move forward. Um, that's very important, and it's going to take a lot of um, a lot of work and a lot of just putting your head down and going to work. Your team captain, what makes you believe you have the support of your teammates and the coaching staff? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's one of the biggest things. You, you take a lot of pride in that um, as one of the leaders of the team. And um, as a leader, I have to play better, first of all. Um, but I feel like I made progress this year so far and just not today. Definitely took a bunch of steps back. So um, for me, just continue to be Mac um, and try to try to put a better product on Sunday. Was there anything that you know, happened in practice this week that sort of explain what happened you know, on Sunday? Um, actually, we, we had a good week of practice. Um, we had a good two days, so just honestly, just got to be better. Anything you can share just from what went wrong on the two turnover plays? Just maybe you didn't feel the guy coming behind you or the throw going across your body. Just anything you can share? Um, I'll have to watch the film and see see what I can do better, but definitely not going to beat anybody good when you know I'm turning it over like that. So thank you. And there was New England Patriots quarterback Mac Jones answering for himself today. Andy, you want to say you're sorry? Andy, what do you have to say I for said yourself, sorry already. Mac Jones? No, no, no. I said sorry earlier. I said I'd take it all back if he goes to the podium. I was going based on the speculation I was hearing from you guys and via Twitter. Um, no, I actually think he did a pretty good job. Now, mm-hmm. fixating on bad day kind of thing, alarming. I would have liked to have seen you. you got to see the film. Do you really need to see the film, or do you know? You shouldn't be throwing off your back foot across well, the field. Andy, to that point, actually, I want to bring this tweet up, and then we'll go to break. We have to sort of recalibrate the schedule here. We're with you till 10 o'clock tonight, until which point we will throw to coverage of the trailer show, a.k.a. Swelsey, Chiefs at Jetropolitans, Aaron Rodgers on crutches in the house, no less. Uh, that's the Sunday Night Football game. Uh, I will bring you to this tweet, and then we will take our break. From Mike Giardi. 12 minutes ago, posted to the X Machine, asked Cowboys cornerback Deron Bland, he of the two picks, one for six, about the secondary squatting on roots and not respecting the Patriots' ability to get vertical. Said the approach today was influenced by what they saw on film. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. It's what we've seen on the practice field. It's what we've seen everywhere. We've seen since July, I know. (laughs) It's what we kind of knew before we even saw it, but then we saw it and it just sort of validated what we already knew. It is what it is. They I know, like, the you people, like the, the Twitter trolls, the old school people, and I, we need to read, uh, when we come back from the break, I know we need to reset. No, now um, we can't go to break because we may miss Belichick, so we're going to end up having to just have a lot of commercials later on. Damn the torpedoes in the breaks, Andy. We're here with you and me and Braverman and all the calls lined up on the Six Rings postgame show. I'll reset. It's 8 o'clock p.m. Do you know where your Patriots are? Yes, in the locker room after getting their asses whipped tonight 38 to 3 at jerry world by the dallas cowboys plenty of self-inflicted wounds once again uh lots to analyze we'll talk about the squatting on the roots we'll talk about what the cowboys saw on film we'll talk about why the patriots are so predictable at this point but we'll also get a chance to squeeze in your calls. several of you have been waiting since the start of the show to vent 
The therapy session is underway and rolls on. Terry in Sarasota, Florida. Welcome to Six Rings. Terry. Hello, Terry. Hello. Hello, Terry. Yeah. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, it's going it's going wonderfully, probably as as well as it's gone in a while. <laughs> well, look, here are what I wrote down are okay. the simple facts. Yep. Number one, what we saw today was a total system offensive meltdown. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yep. The Pats, uh, the Pats uh, line is crap. The Pats line, uh, receivers are crap. The main job of receivers is, number one, to get open. Number two, to attack the ball. And number three, to catch the ball. None of those guys know how to do that. Some of it is coaching. Some of it is just their natural skills. And the Patriots have not been able to identify receiver talent for years. Okay? Now, Bill Belichick Mm -hmm. may be a genius when it comes to defense, but he's an absolute boob when it comes to uh, offense. Offense? He can't identify talent either on the playing side or on the coaching side. And, look, let's face it, uh, Belichick minus Brady Mm -hmm. is a big, fat zero. He covered up a lot of mistakes on the coaching side and on the player side. I mean, I remember... You know, a lot of the anger mm-hmm. that uh, Brady spewed on on uh, that O'Brien. He had, yep, that he had. To, well, they had a contentious relationship as well, and it was competitive, but that was okay because you had guys trying to bring out the best in each other as well, and Tom Brady was known Absolutely. for that. Absolutely. For even turning and some people that I... were his allies and teammates into his enemies temporarily to fire himself up to get the best out of himself. And we've been looking, Terry, and I appreciate the call. Thank you very much. I have a feeling uh, I kind of knew where the rest of your points you were going to try to enumerate were going to go, and we'll probably hear them in similar variation throughout the next two hours as well. But most of what he said, and it took all the way until 8.02 p.m. tonight, Andy, to finally hear a Belichick has been nothing without Brady. I'm surprised it took that long. Uh, When do, even though you and I are both beyond next level tired with that narrative, when do we just have to when do we have to give into it? Do we have to just eventually like raise the white flag? Do we throw our hands up and say I I, I don't know, like I you know me and I know you. You find ways to turn simple little ideas and threads of conversations we have and other and other such into long form columns at weei.com and I can filibuster and fill for time with the best of them. I don't really know what to say, offer or promise to people as to what the great turnaround will be or where the magical victories and uh, the joy in Foxborough is going to come from again. Well, I think uh, Tom Curran put it well on Twitter in response to something I tweeted out uh, about Fox discussing whether Mac Jones you know, might not be the guy. And he said this is probably one of a number of serious conversations that need to be had about different roles and different people. I'm paraphrasing, but that was mm-hmm. big. And I agree with that. I mean, this when when you have a performance this bad, which is leading into a season that is quickly going down the crapper, even though it is the third straight year they were one and three. 
Um, this is sort of how they just start the season now, post-Brady. One and three is the way to go. Um, but no, Matt Groh, Bill Belichick, Mac Jones, everybody needs to be questioned. And Robert Kraft, because Robert Kraft makes decisions with the people beneath him, right? With Bill mm-hmm. Belichick. We had Jake, oh, Jake, this and that. Yeah. Wait, so he wanted Robert to walk away from the team. So you want Bill to run the team? Who's running the team if Robert walks away from the team? I didn't really understand Jake's call. But I think uh, that's what happens. He always makes a couple of good points, Andy, and then he just goes off into his own Instagram based right. social media agenda. And just well, to provide further. Co- it's, it's, it's silly. I know um, it's silliness. I'm trying to have legitimate conversations. Mm-hmm. I firmly believe I said this and I, I'm not hot taking this. I think it is now clear Mac Jones is not a franchise quarterback, is not the future and maybe not the present of the New England Patriots. It is what it is. So where do you go from here? Obviously, you're in week five. You can't just say, well, we're not going to play with a quarterback. I, I don't know if that's Mac Jones plays out the season. You don't pick up the fifth-year option. You get a quarterback in the draft. There's going to be multiple available. You trade. I don't know where you go, but the to me, that is becoming clear, and I have been slow to this. I thought, give him a chance in year three. Give him Bill O'Brien. I think Bill O'Brien's a good coach. I don't know that Bill O'Brien has worked with a combination of bad offensive line, bad receivers, and bad quarterback like this in his career, and that includes all the time in Houston, right? Like mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins was there. He had some talent. He would kill to have DeAndre Hopkins right now, I think. Oh, my God. Even the old DeAndre Hopkins, never mind the one he had back when he had him. So there are que- there are a lot of questions that need to be asked, and I do think Bill Belichick, who who's making the decisions? Is Matt Groh really spending the money, as Matt Groh has said for the last year plus? Is Matt Groh the one who decided Juju Smith-Schuster is better than Jacoby Myers? That's a better fit for us. Because it's not. Juju Smith-Schuster is one of the most disappointing players in the National Football League right now. And you're stuck with him for two years after this. You get out from underneath the Aguilar. You get out from underneath the Jonu Smith. And you replaced it with Juju. That's not good. Mike Kosicki. What's he? Thought he was going to be a unicorn, a weapon, turn this offense around. Did Matt Groh make that decision? Did Bill Belichick make that decision? Because you're heading towards a very important offseason. Do you see those numbers today? Patriots have more cap space for next year than anybody, $110 million. Do you want Matt Groh and Bill Belichick spending that money after what you've seen in the last three years? To provide further context to the tweet that you mentioned moments ago that engaged both yourself and Mr. Tom E. Curran, you tweeted, Fox now discussing the fact that Mac Jones, quote, might not be, end quote, the guy for the Patriots at QB. Tom E. Curran wrote, think there's a couple of, quote, might not be, end quote, the guy conversations the team needs to start delving into. That's, that's, that's trouble. And this is from the guy, Tom E. Curran, who initially said he thought this team could be so well-disciplined, so well-orchestrated, so well-conducted, so well-composed, 10 to 12 wins would and should be on the table. And yes, I do understand everybody that's listening who thinks that I've made a heel turn to the dark side of the force and I've become one of the negative Patriots mediates in the world, that I care so much about this team that, yes, I can. Yeah, you can have 10, 11 wins still because mathematically that's on the table. But they, <laughs> they can't keep doing this. And just having us excuse it away or, or kick the we're like kicking a salary. We're like kicking a, a salary cap can down the road with this team. Like, don't worry, it'll fix itself because Belichick. Don't worry, guys. They'll figure it out because Patriots. Don't worry, guys. They're going to find a way to make things happen because of history, because of the lighthouse, because of the six, the six rings and the six banners, because crap. No, that's not what it takes. That's not how it works. Ah, it's just it's disheartening. It, 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 when I say. 
that by and large this season, I mean, the Houston Texans right now are more fun to watch. I just saw a Schefter tweet out something a few minutes ago. C.J. Stroud is absolutely rifling the ball the, uh, to start the season. His team, which, by the way, Andy had all five starting offensive linemen injured this week, was able to go out there and kick the crap out of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Patriots well, couldn't even put a game. They, they put up a game they have for been horrific seven, eight for multiple minutes. years, picking in the top five. They should. Be I understand. It's about time. And also their coach turn. is doing an awesome job. And their coach right. is doing. But they've had uh, bad coaching, too. So, like, you, and this, as bad as this loss feels, and as bad as a one and three start to yet another season feels, you have not lived the Houston Texans tear it down sure, reality. Sure. No, I understand. So, it can get worse. I don't know if you are aware of that. I don't know if it'll be allowed to happen. It can absolutely get worse. Oh, boy. Um, at Doug Kide just seven minutes ago, uh, Dietrich Wise says it was, quote, devastating to lose Patriots outside linebacker Matthew Judon. Quote, we'll be with him mentally throughout this year, and I know he'll be with us too. There'll be some guys behind him who will be stepping up and filling into his spot. That makes me feel like he told someone in there, like, something blank. Or, oh, it like, sounds like he tore his bicep. The way he was holding his yep. arm, the first thing I thought of, because I did bicep. the exact same walk off a field with a torn bicep, was he tore his bicep. And um, he's that, getting an MRI, tough. but yep. uh, crap sheet says he is indeed going to miss time. So you, lest, you lost your best player, it sounds like, in your worst loss of the season. And that is a double dip. And oh, by the way. And your, your defensive rookie. Player. Yeah, you're, right. you're, literally, you're too. And that's why I, I, John I, Jones? I really don't know where it goes from here. I really don't. This uh, John this Jones, is where is a, he? When's he coming back? Um, hey, Andy, real quick, Jack Jones, is he going to save the day next week when he comes back? Marcus Jones can't use him on offense, yeah. can't play him on defense because he's out with a torn labrum. It's been an hour since the game ended. We still haven't heard from Bill. Interesting. And Dietrich Wise, we need to get this audio. Dietrich Wise was asked about Bill Belichick's job status. So players are now being asked about Bill Belichick's job status in post-game press conferences. Holy macaroni. The players are now being asked about Bill. Yeah, go right ahead, please. So according to our Mike Cadlick, Wise's response to being asked about Bill Belichick's job status, quote, don't know about his job status. I'm not the GM or owner. Bill has brought New England and football so many great moments, historic moments for years. He's a great coach, and we're behind him. We're going to play for him. He is now having to get um, votes of confidence from his players in post-game press conferences. This is unprecedented. We have never seen anything like this. I cannot recall a player in a post-game press conference being asked about the job status of Bill Belichick. This is, this week is going to hit the fan. This is a, you, oh. Fitzy. We have not lived a week like this. Oh, Matt, and now speak of the devil, Bill Belichick at the podium. Um, well enough to, you know, be competitive tonight. So, uh, at this point. Um, I think we're a lot better team than what we showed out there tonight, but that's what we showed, and that's that's what it was. So, um, got a lot of work to do. Got to do a better job playing, coaching. Just got to perform better. So, there's really not much to say. Bill, why do you believe you're a better team than one and three that just lost by 35? Yeah, I so said we're better than we were today. Why do you believe that? Last three games we played. So what led to the decision um, to take Mac out with 3:41 remaining in the third quarter? Yeah, I think there was any point leaving him in the game. And will he be 
starting next week against the Saints. Yeah, just so there's no point leaving him in the game, Mike. In that sense, I mean, do you think consider taking like no. Judon out on the other side, or you know, like at that point? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you go put somebody out there. So, Bill, was he was he benched for bad performance, no. or was he pulled because? No, I said there was no point in leaving him out there, so I took him out. Yeah. I mean, the, the plan is to start. Do you need to start Mac going forward? Yeah, I didn't think there was any point in leaving him out there, so I took him out. Any early level of concern you can share regarding the injuries to both Judon and Gonzalez? Yeah, we'll see. How much did the Gonzalez injury affect you early? I mean, it obviously happened early, and you're a thin at corner. You're a thin at corner to begin with, with injuries. Yeah, well, that's obvious. Did it change how you wanted to play defensively? Yeah, of course. For, for Max' poor performance, even if that wasn't worked on the bench, he just. We, I just said we didn't do anything well enough as a team. So that includes everybody coaches, players, offense, defense, special teams. So it wasn't anything that was good enough. Bill, what do you think of Max' decision making today? I don't think any of us played or coached well enough to be competitive today. It's everybody. Are you about Max's confidence? Is there anything you need to talk with him about? Just Bill Belichick following the 35 point loss in Jerry World in Arlington, Texas to the Dallas Cowboys today. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. The lines are jammed. We'll try to make room for you by getting to your calls. Craig, Jason, Jeff, Mark, Rick, don't you guys go anywhere. The Six Rings postgame show is here for you until 10 p.m. on WEI. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.